You're listening to the Mindful Psychology Podcast, a podcast designed to explore mindfulness, psychology, neuroscience, and various aspects of holistic health. My name is Jen. I'm your host. I'm also a therapist, an educator, and a yoga teacher. Join me and brilliant guests as we explore various topics and offer you actionable steps so that you can be informed and intentional about your health and well-being. Now sit back, relax, maybe take a notebook out, and let's dive in. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindful Psychology Podcast. My name is Jen, I am your host, and today is a solo episode. So um, many of you have reached out and said that you would like, well, two things, more solo episodes and more content uh, overall. So I thought that it would be a great time to start over the summer and uh, record two episodes per week and make the, any extras that I do solos. So I do have uh, several interviews lined up for um, June and July, but I thought, okay, let's let's add a second episode, let's make it a solo episode, and then we'll see how we progress after that. But the plan is to have two episodes per week and to kind of still mix it up with interviews and solo episodes but I will be making more solo episodes because I do enjoy them and definitely if you guys are are enjoying them as well I'd like to make as many of them as I can so uh so here we are this is this is why we're doing this um what I was thinking too for the solo episodes uh, to come uh, moving forward at least for now or maybe for the summer again we'll see how it goes We'll go with the flow with this kind of thing. Um, I was thinking of making it an opportunity to, yes, educate and 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 provide content as I as I always do, but also to answer some questions that I get, um, to shine light on some conversations that I've had with friends, with you guys, with you know, like all kinds of things. Um, so not every episode is going to necessarily be like a how-to episode. Um, though I want, I do want some to be educational, of course. I, I mean, I want them all to be educational. Um, but I do also want to just have some chats, some conversations in a way, even though it's kind of a, a monologue right now, <laughs> I want it to be based on, uh, other conversations that we have and new conversations that are sparked through these episodes. So, and any questions that you guys ask. So one thing I wanted to touch on, um, is the fact that I am taking a break from social media. Now, I don't even know what it's called, if if we can call it a break from social media, or if it's just that I'm shifting away from social media, or that this is just where we're at right now. Like, I don't really like absolute terms for anything. Like, it is what it is. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, all I know is that I have shifted away from social media in the last month, and I have uh, temporarily deactivated my Instagram account. Um... And I've not created any social content in a in a month or so. So um, that's just how it is. I have done this several times in the past. Like I've I've left for for a while. Um, I don't know if this is going to be just like a few months, a few years, um, forever. Like I don't know. I don't like things like always, never, uh, all that stuff. I mean, it's like who knows, right? All I know is that yeah, I've shifted away from social media in the way that I was on it before, um, but I'm still creating content. And part of the reason why I also wanted to create more content on the podcast was to 
um, also replace the content that I'm not creating on social media, though they're very different, right? So instead of getting like several 30 second or one minute videos in a week, you'll now get like an extra hour or an extra 45 minutes or half an hour or whatever of content outside of the ordinary podcast episodes. And, uh, and then any other bonus content that I create, any other things that happen and that go on, and you'll get all of these for free. So I thought that was really fun. Um, and I do really like podcasting. So I thought, let's do this. It's a really great way to be able to, yeah, create more content, elaborate on more topics and spark more conversations and be really creative, which is my favorite part of the entire thing. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about that, right? How we express ourselves, how we express our creativity, and how we forge our own paths. Because over the last month, um, as I've been thinking about social media and thinking about my business and my work and all of that, it really got me thinking, you know, like, what is it that I love? And what is it that I I do? <laughs> and what is it that I want to do? And, and all of that. And I think also having been here for a year, uh, I got to thinking a lot about pretty much everything and um, and it was really great. I mean, it's actually been a year since we moved to the island. So it was actually a year on Monday, I believe. Um, yeah, on Monday that we moved. Uh, and it's almost like a bunch of stuff fell into place. Um, and anyway, I'm not going to get into much of that, but it was a really nice moment and everything sort of, yeah, fell together nicely. But mostly what I wanted to shine light on was the last month or so, or even the weeks before that, when a lot of changes were happening for me in my business and on social media and what I made of that, you know, and what I thought about. Now, I also read the book, The Big Magic. I know I'm very late to the party, uh, but I just had never gotten around to reading it. And so I read it um devoured it actually in like i don't know what was it like a day and a half or two or i don't remember it was very fast um yeah whatever and i remember just thinking oh there are so many things in here that really make sense for me and i mean some things too were like oh wow yeah i've done that like some things that i I wasn't even too proud of right i was like oh yeah i've done that whole uh that that whole attitude thing but also it just made me realize what truly matters to me and what uh I want to focus my attention on and now I had been considering leaving social media before I had these big changes in my business in the recent months but then I wasn't sure you know I was like oh okay maybe I will maybe I won't let's wait until you know it's been a year that I'm here um and and then we'll see right because I sort of like had some big changes happen when I moved here in the first place. And then I thought, okay, let's give it a year doing things a certain way or whatever, or just kind of going through life. And and then we'll, we'll kind of reassess. And then a few months ago, these obviously these big changes happened for me in on social media and then as a result in my business. And then I thought, oh, wow, like right when I was about to, to consider leaving or right when I was considering leaving, all this stuff happened. And then I thought, okay, well, this is fantastic. And it was a, such a whirlwind. I mean, it was, and it was amazing in so many ways. It really, really was. But there was also another part of me that then just felt kind of more confused and slightly guilty too. Like, well, why, how can I leave now? You know, like, what, what do I do now? Um, when there's all this stuff happening and all these people asking me to create these things and, you know, whatever it is and this and that and the other. And, you know, what do I do? Um, And again, without boring you with all of that, um, I guess what I realized was that I do love content creation and I do love my work and I love my private practice and I love all the things I have going. 
in terms of content creation, let's say there's private practice and there's content creation. And then within content creation, it can be a number of different things, the podcast, the blog, the membership, right? Um, social media before. And then private practice, it could even be like the yoga, the, my, my yoga clients, right? Or my yoga students and all those different things, right? So the work um, and then the content creation. So when I thought of that, I was like, hey, I love all these things, definitely. But what is you know, my actual work and what is maybe a vehicle through which I share my work. And then I thought, okay, well, social media definitely is a vehicle through which I'm sharing my work. And maybe there's a way for me to create content and still, you know, make an impact and still connect with all you people without being on social media, which I, I love in many ways. I do. I really think that social media can be fantastic. And I've been able to network with amazing people, um, a lot of which you've, you've gotten to know on the show a little bit, right? And, and that's been great. And it's been a lifeline for me and my business in a lot of ways because everything's online, right? So I'm not taking away from any of that. Um, and it was also a great creative outlet, of course. And I think a lot of us can agree with that, right? But then in other ways, too, I'd almost felt like my life was passing me by. I just kind of felt like I was in this vortex all the time with social media. And uh, and I just felt like, I don't know, maybe it's just not for me. And then when everything was playing out and all these things were unfolding, I just felt more and more that, wow, this is amazing. And in theory, on paper, even like whatever, this is what I would have wanted. Right. Like This is what I've been working on for 10 years or whatever it is um, in, in various ways. Right. Like not not on social media necessarily, but um but this is what it's all been about, right? I, I thought. And, and part of it was that, right? To an extent, it was a goal of mine. But then once I kind of had it and checked it off, it was like, okay, well, obviously that part was just a thing that I wanted to check off for some reason. It was like a vanity metric or whatever, or it was a like a milestone for me or something. But what I actually want is not uh, something that I can check off or something that's a big break or something that's a moment, but rather a process which is the creative process and which is the work that I do, um, both as a creator and as a therapist and a yoga teacher and all, an educator and all of that stuff. Um, and so that's, that's a process. That's, a, that's an entire thing. You know, it's, it's, it's something separate from, uh, from the other aspects of my business. And that's when I realized that it, it was time for me to focus really on what, what mattered and on the process and on the, the, the creativity and on the work and on the, the, the content in a way, rather than the way I'm sharing the content. Um, so, and naturally because of the, the big boost and all of that, I mean, I'm not going to lie, obviously that had a, a really nice effect on my business and on my content creation. I'm not taking away from that either. And I'm very grateful for, for the transformation that took place um, and for the opportunities and for the connections and all of that. Um, it's been really fantastic. Like it's, it's been brilliant, really. Um, that said, though, I'm, I'm still continuing my work just differently. And I'm still sharing all these things and I'm still creating all the content just differently. Uh, as in, I'm sharing it differently, but I'm still creating it um, in a very similar way. And again, uh, the biggest shift in that respect is that instead of getting the content on social media through reels or TikTok videos or posts or whatever it is, you're getting it in uh, different content that I create on my website or on this podcast or in the membership or whatever it ends up being, right? 
So that's the biggest shift. And then of course, the way I share it. So now it's mostly through my newsletter every week. I basically update you guys on everything that went on that week or what's going on the following week. And as I said, now officially creating more content for the podcast based on requests. Again, all things that I'd considered doing before, um, but that I just never did. So then I thought, what better way to kind of, you know, um, make the changes that I wanted to make than to do it this way. You know, I have this extra content on the podcast, extra content on the blog, really have that time to focus my attention on those things um, where I can and when I can. And uh, and then, yeah, continue creating content that could be accessible to everybody. Uh, so yeah, so there's there's that going on right now. Um, and for that reason, if you are not yet on my email list, you can join that on my website um, and get on my email list. You'll get my free anxiety and boundaries ebook. And then you'll also get all the other free content that I share with you every week. Um, and I will sometimes be sending exclusive content to only the people on my email list. So if you do want to get in on that, you can join my email list. Otherwise, if you subscribe to this, to this podcast, you'll be getting the episodes every Tuesday uh, and Thursday now. So two episodes a week. And uh, of course, blog posts. If you check my website, I'll always have uh, as much new content as possible and you can find it all there. And there you have it. So that's what's going on right now. And if you'd like to work with me, that's also a possibility as well. You can reach out to me via my website too. Okay, so that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, Also, for those of you who've asked if I'm okay, (laughs) um, yes, I am very much okay. This was a decision that I made, as I said, you know, that I was thinking of making for a while. And that happened to come to be now, exactly a year after we moved here, which is like accidental but also not I suppose because I did say okay let's see you know how things work out over the next year that we you know as we live here on the island and what feels right and what doesn't and all of that stuff and it just happened to play out in this way it happened to be that things worked out the way they did and I made the decisions that I made and um, and it feels really good it feels really aligned and I know it's weird I know it might seem weird uh, to leave social media especially when you use social media to run your business or especially when you're doing really well. But again, the way I see it is not that I'm leaving behind anything or that I'm letting go of anything or that I'm uh, missing out on anything. That's not how I see it. I really see it as uh, taking everything that I have gained over the years from social media and beyond, especially beyond, and just channeling it differently and focusing my attention differently, but still creating the same work, creating more work and getting more creative and more intentional about the whole process. So that's what I um, intend to do. And now there's no like set uh, rule book for this or any set schedule for anything like this. I really am just kind of going with the flow, especially over the summer. I had to find my new rhythm. But the general goal is to provide you guys with more content and to make more of my content accessible to all of you. Um, so that's that. With all the spare time that I have, though, I have been doing a lot of writing my book, which I, many of you know that I wanted to write a book, uh, but I kept like not getting to it, as, as we all do, right? We have these plans, and then we never quite get to them, uh, but I'm intent on really writing this book this time. Uh, so I've been doing that, uh, and otherwise, you know, just thinking a lot, because as I'm writing, I'm like reflecting a lot and thinking a lot, which is also giving me really great topics to discuss with you guys, uh, and making me reflect on the points that you've brought up, either in group or, you know, in conversations that we've had, and I really just, 
I think that that's the most amazing thing out of all of in all of this is the connections that we've all made and the the feedback that I get from you guys and the things that you say, the questions you ask, um, the comments you make, right? Like it, it really helps me learn and grow. So I feel like we can really feed off each other, and it's a much more like intimate relationship in a way, right? And uh, it really helps the creative process. And so truly, we're learning from each other and we're we're, we're benefiting from each other, which I think is the best thing. And, uh, and so with that, and with all of this stuff with social media and these, these changes, it got me thinking about the way in which we express our creativity. And then of course, reading the big magic, which by the way, you, you would, many of you would probably love this book uh, by Elizabeth Gilbert, the lady who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And I feel bad saying it that way because she's written a bunch of other really beautiful things. Um, but you might know her as, as that one, but, um, yeah, The Big Magic, really great uh, if you want to read that. So this is also something that I'm going to be referencing a couple times in this episode. Um, but really what 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 I wanted to talk about was was the way in which we, we express ourselves, the way in which we express our creativity, and then forging our own paths. And, you know, it's not easy to forge your own path. It's not easy to say, oh, everybody is doing this, but I kind of feel like doing that. It isn't easy because we base a lot of our decisions on how they're going to be received by the people around us. And we base a lot of our assessments and our decisions about what's right and what's wrong or what feels aligned uh, for us based on what is in or what is popular or what seems to be aligning for others or whatever it is, right? And we don't realize it always, but we do, right? We think like, well, everyone else is doing it and, you know, we're in it together and, you know, it just feels right because we want to be part of something. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that when you find something that you love and that other people love it too, that it's obvious, that it's all, that it's, uh, sorry, automatically not really what you want and that it's not actually aligned with you. I don't mean that, you know, we can find things that are aligned with us that are also aligned with many other people. Um, that's not what I mean. It's just that then when you are forging your own path, when you are doing things differently or against the grain a little bit, you can wonder like, am I crazy? Like, is this the biggest mistake of my life? <laughs> is this going to be the biggest regret ever um, for me? But, you know, I've always been one to try to really uh, believe in myself and be true to myself. And it doesn't mean that I've never made mistakes. Like I have made mistakes, of course, we all have, but I don't really see them as mistakes. Like it's more just, oh yeah, that happened. But then I remember that also that happened after that. And and then somehow we got out of it and we found better days. And that's more my focus, right? Like were there times where I probably jumped in to the deep end without the right resources or without enough resources or with not like without the best laid plans like probably there were there were times where I maybe just kind of went full force into something and could have been more prepared but do I consider that a mistake not really because it was what it was I managed I then continued and then I got out of some difficult situations and I I found better days so I don't really see it as like, oh yeah, that time that all hell broke loose and it was just the worst thing ever. Like, I don't really see it like that. I see it more like, okay, some moments were great. Some moments were, you know, a little bit more difficult or very difficult. And in the end, we, f we found better days again. And, and then we'll probably have bad days again. And then we'll, we'll, we'll find good days again. And because uh, that's just life. That's the dance. And, um, and that's just how I see it. 
But I've always done things my way. Uh, and the reason why I'm a big believer in that is because I think that's what allows you to have a happy life and a life that you can feel happy about and, and aligned with. And then it's what makes things less um, blurry over time, right? Like you become able to trust yourself. And then it's less scary to do things differently. You're, you're less likely to, to be swayed by what, the, what everybody else is doing and more likely to stay true to your path. And ultimately, we should all be doing that because whilst we do have many things in common as a, as a, as a community, as a, as a civilization, um, we also have our own existences, right? Like we also have our own personalities, our own stories. And, and that's, that's personal. That's just, that, those are unique. Each and every one of us has a very unique story. And we owe it to ourselves to honor that story, in my opinion. And, uh, and I think this is what allows for, yeah, aligned living. I think that a lot of the time, not being clear on who you are and not being in touch with who you really are is what allows for problematic comparison. And I think that social media has played a really big role in, in problematic comparison. And it's led to a lot of jealousy and envy and depression and anxiety. And I think that whilst, okay, again, you know, comparing yourself is, is normal and looking around you is normal. Like we're social beings, we're relational beings. We pay attention to the world around us. Yes. But it becomes problematic after a while, right? If it's, if it's, um, if it's all we do, if we're always looking outside ourselves, you know, and so forging your own path and being true to yourself and really, like I said, being clear about who you are and what your values are is the best way to feel solid, right? And to feel aligned. And, and then as a result, be less swayed by the world around you. And this, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know, I've, ta I've talked about this several times, I think, in the past, like older episodes. Um, and some of you may know the story from asking me things on like TikTok lives um, about like <laughs> different things about my life and stuff. But basically, I always was a little bit like this or a lot like this. I always kind of did things my own way. I was the youngest of six kids and I just always did things my way. And was a bit like kind of free spirited like that. And uh, I guess you can say, and um, just, yeah, I always had a vision about what I wanted my life to be. Um, even though it wasn't like super clear and it's obviously changed over time, I'm not going to sit around and say like, oh yeah, I always knew that I wanted to do, you know, ABC and, and look at me now doing ABC. Like, no, not at all. Like I've changed my mind about many things and I've changed a lot and made all kinds of different decisions about my life. Um, in, in, in some ways, but then in other ways also, I've stayed very consistent, right? Um, but the point is that I always knew that I wanted to do things my way. And I always knew, like, I always had a very strong belief in uh, my dreams and in my goals and that just going after what I wanted and doing what it takes. Like, I just knew to do what it takes. Um, and I, I, I never really thought about doing less than what it takes. I always just figured I'll, I'll do what I have to do. I'll, 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 I'll hustle and I'll do it. Now, obviously, a lot of those years were spent in survival mode and I probably wasn't always, well, in fact, I was not always in the happiest place um, because I was going through other things, but my issues were never brought up by my conviction to do what I wanted and my, my focus and my discipline to make my life happen. Uh, that's not where my pains ha stemmed from. Um, but, in, but I did obviously like everybody, I did have issues and I had pains in my life. And, uh, 
but but some things that were never influenced or that were never affected by that or some things that just remained strong were my need to live my own life and when i was very young i just knew that there were things i wanted to do like travel the world or live in another country or do these other things and i kind of always knew i wasn't destined to stay in my hometown like i just i don't know like there was a time where i thought of staying in my hometown uh, and I imagined myself there, but it was a very brief time in my life. But otherwise, I never really imagined myself in Montreal. It just was not for me. Lovely town, lovely city, just really not for me. Uh, and I, and I, to this day, I, I don't miss Montreal at all. Like, it's never, ever, ever been on my mind. I'm never like, oh, I never get, like, these nostalgic feelings. As in, like, yes, I, I get nostalgic feelings when I think of nice times with my friends and family. But I'm not like, oh, I miss Montreal. Like, it's absolutely not even on my radar but it's which is very interesting but anyway and and I just knew I was going to be elsewhere and that I was going to do other things didn't know where <laughs> and I didn't know what but I knew that I was going to do something different um and being in a big family I mean and, and many of us had traveled like I mean three of my brothers live in, in Ontario one of my brothers also spent a few years living in Italy um, and so, you know, it, it's not like we were all staying in the, in the same hometown or anything like that. Um, but still, I just I wasn't really thinking about that. I was just that I, I had these different things I wanted to do and I wanted to explore. And the first trip I took on my own, I was 17, turning 18 that summer. Uh, and I went to Italy for the summer. And so that was really fun. Uh, and I was studying in Florence. So that was great. And then uh, after that, uh, I went to California, but then I did stay with family. Um, and then the travels that happened later on when I was living on my own after the California one were when I went to Asia, um, when I went to the UK for the first time, um, when I went to California again with a friend, uh, when I went to visit with that friend, our other friend in Colombia, we went there um, uh, because she had lived in, she was living in Bogota at the time. And... Um, so that was fun. Uh, when we went to Iceland too, me and the same friend, we did some fun travels together actually. Uh, and then of course my my few months on the road before I moved to London. So this was in 2017 and I spent four months traveling around the world because I was set on on doing that. I was set on finishing my, my degree and traveling. And I worked really hard to do this. Even though like people in my family were just like, well, why would you do this? Why, why are you going to go travel? And for so long and then you're going to move to London after that like why do you even want to move to London like what what's going on and all of that stuff and also par partially not really believing that I would do any of this because I know I was the the free-spirited kind of quirky one or whatever even though I was very serious in my mind and I knew exactly what I wanted I let them think that I was just quirky and eccentric or whatever it was because I didn't care like it wasn't on my radar again it just wasn't and because I was focused, and that's the point, right? I was very focused on what I wanted and what I needed to do. And so nothing else really mattered uh, to me. And so, and again, I was going through some different things at this time, uh, romantic things and you know, some personal stuff, but still I was focused on what I wanted and where I wanted to go. And, uh, and I worked really, really hard when I was in university um, to run my own, my own uh, business and to do my freelance work and save a lot of money um, to be able to do the travels. Basically, any money I had left over, I spent on my travels. And then, 
yeah that was it and I was like living on my own when I was in university and uh, so but I a very simple life I mean I had a car because it was I needed it for my job but a you know a small flat my car my cat and like that was it <laughs> and then um, my budget and this and that and I, I just did what I had to do right and then okay so I went traveling for a few months and then that was fun um, and then I moved to London and then I spent a few years there. And of course, many of you know that I spent a few years living in London and now I live in Croatia. But the point is that I, I did it. The point is that I went and I did it anyway. And I had some, I mean, I stumbled along the way in those four months traveling. And boy, did I stumble along the way living in London. <laughs> uh, London. But um, but in the end, I kept going and I kept doing what I needed to do because ultimately the the chase was not because I had this specific goal in my mind. It was not because I was like, yes, I want to be a painter. I'm going to become the best painter. Um, in fact, I, I almost envied people who had that vision when I was younger because I thought it would be so simple for them. Like they want to be painters. They're going to be the best painters in the world. It just seemed so simple. Um, it seemed simple at the time, I thought, right? And I envied them because I was like, I don't even know what I want to do or what I want to be when I grow up. I just, I don't know. I just want to, I just know kind of what I want to feel. And so when I would discover things that made me feel what I wanted to feel, I just kind of went for it. Does that make sense? And so travel gave me that feeling and different things gave me that, that feeling and different studies and different jobs and different work gave me those feelings and so I just kind of went for it um, and I wish I had something more inspiring or more organized to tell you or something a little bit more concrete but I don't because frankly this is um, the, 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 the really amazing thing about this and, and almost magical it would, it would feel it, it would seem I don't even know maybe it is magic who knows but this amazing thing that happens sometimes inside of us is that we don't necessarily have to know what what we want to be or what we want to do or where we want to go we just have to know what we want to feel um you know how we want to feel and then we start to explore different things different places different relationships different things you know and we find those feelings um sometimes they confirm what we what we thought sometimes they introduce us to something completely new right and and then they become our new goal uh, and our new part of our new dream um, and part of this new life we want to live. Um, and other times we feel different things that make us realize what we don't want and make us question what we thought we wanted, right? And, and I think that that's the most powerful lesson in all of this is that, you know, it seems like it would be helpful to have this very concrete plan for things with this very, these very, um, um, how can I say this? These very specific words of wisdom, um, but I don't think that that's helpful. It's just not helpful. It's never been helpful to me, and I don't even know that it would be so helpful to anybody going through this because I don't. F I don't find that saying something specific can possibly help someone because only that person knows what they're going through, and especially if they're they're in a place where they're they're having trouble making sense of things and finding anything concrete or any concrete meaning in their lives, I find specific words or specific words of wisdom or things that try too hard to be something or that or or advice that's very conformed or confined um can just not be helpful. They can be more paralyzing to a person that's confused. Whereas if you just try to allow the person space, it would 
it would help them find space or tap into that space, right? And there is no perfect thing to say. There might not even be a right thing to say to yourself or to someone who's feeling confused or feeling sort of like they're looking for meaning in life. But I think just knowing that it's normal and that it's okay and that we all go through it is a really important part of the whole thing. And I know that we tend to glorify this this idea of having a solid vision or this concrete plan, but there's something to be said for imagination. There's something to be said for creativity and for a feeling, you know? And and I know that might sound a little bit woo-woo, but I don't think it is because I, I think that what often does hold us back is our 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 um kind of our, our structure, our construct, right? Our our beliefs can stop us and hold us back. Our thoughts, our conditioning can hold us back. Um, we can hold ourselves back from our dreams or from what we really want because we'll have voices in the back of our head saying, well, that's not honorable or that's not impressive or that's not noteworthy, right? Or we'll, we'll think about, um, we'll think about what what someone else might think or what someone else might say or we'll, or we'll imagine ourselves having to justify this life choice at our next family reunion or at our next uh you know meeting with whomever and it's like that will hold us back because we're like oh well that doesn't sound as good or as easy to explain as this and it's like but you know what i've really learned and one of the biggest lessons i've learned in my life is that First of all, when people are set on misunderstanding you, nothing is going to be easy to explain. Everything is going to be easy to misunderstand because these people are set on misunderstanding you anyway. And another thing I've learned is that if you are living your life based on something that's easy to explain, it's because it's not really truly a life that you're living because living life is not easy to explain. Finding passion, finding love, being you know, exploring life, being curious, trying new things, that isn't easy to explain. Look how much trouble I'm having getting this episode out. <laughs> Look how much I'm struggling to kind of get my ideas together for this episode, but that's okay to me because I wanted this to be raw. I wanted this to be honest. And no, it's not organized, it's not planned, it's not, you know, point formed or anything like that. And I don't have titles and subtitles in my in my my little skeleton text for you guys, but I have these ideas and I have these thoughts and they're not easy to explain and none of this is, is easy to explain, but it's, it's something that's being felt and it's something that, I mean, that I've, I, this, a conversation that I've had with many people as well. And so I am bringing different ideas and different thoughts into this conversation with you guys right now, but these are also just thoughts and feelings that I've experienced or that I have in me or that I have had in me. And, and I think that that's a really beautiful privilege that we have to be able to feel what we feel and allow ourselves to feel those things and allow ourselves to think, okay, but how do I want to feel in my life? And not everybody has that privilege, right? But if you do, if you have a privilege if you have the privilege to be able to think, well, what do I want to feel? Like, maybe I don't want to feel like this every day. You know, what would I want to feel instead? Then you're allowed to dream that. You're allowed to imagine that. You know, but a lot of the time, we don't even let ourselves think those things because we've lost hope, right? We just figure, what's the point? That's silly. That's stupid. It's like our, the fire inside of us is, is, is no longer. It's out, you know, and then we no longer dream, we no longer imagine, we no longer create because 
or afraid or our creativity is extinguished or something or whatever it is that happens sometimes um, or very often actually what is that inside of us that's gone um, and how can we reignite it inside of ourselves and you know no we don't always have the luxury to do that and there have been times in my life where I definitely felt like I couldn't do it anymore or I couldn't see the light anymore but I tried to find it in me I thought no I've 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 felt this way before and I've gotten myself out of it I've I've gotten myself to better days and I want to get myself to better days again and people have told me like oh well you're just such a happy person and like you're just so dedicated and 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 you just go after what you want and and you know it, it works out for you and it's like like yes and no as in nothing is that simple I've had my fair share of of, of difficulties in my life but do I go after what I want and am I dedicated and do things work out for that reason? Like, yeah, but they don't work out in the sense like, oh, things just work out. No, no, no. Like I make them work out. I don't believe that things just kind of happen. Um, I believe that we make things happen and that there's a, some confirmation bias in there, right? Like we look back and go, oh, wow, you know, everything does in fact happen for a reason. It's like, well, yeah, because you made the, you made things work out now. And you're happy now. So of course it seems like everything just happens for a reason. And to an extent it does, right? Like it did happen for a reason. Because here you are. And had that not happened that way, you wouldn't be here. But does it mean that that thing happened on purpose? Maybe yes, maybe not. Or is it because that's just what happened? Because life is like that. You know, whatever it is that you believe, whether you believe that things are faded, or whether you just believe that things happen the way they happen, in the end, when bad things happen, or we feel bad about things, we're going to think, okay, well, well, this is awful, but maybe everything happens for a reason. Um, or we're just going to think that it's awful. How do I get myself out of this, right? But either way, whether it's that, you've, whether it's that you're thinking of how to get yourself to the next good day, or whether it's that you're thinking that everything happens for a reason, and so you're trying to find that reason, either way, that's you being intentional about your movement forward. And that's you living your life. And that's you honestly having to rely on feeling. Because often, especially when we're going through the moments in between the good days, let's call them, whatever they may be, we're relying often on faith and on the belief that whatever we're feeling is, is real and that we're going to go with it and that it's going to guide us. And then, yes, we, we put concrete plans in, in, in motion and we, we do some of the more on paper stuff. But there's a big part of that that's just us kind of thinking, all right, let's, let's go out and do this, right? Like there's that extra bit, that motivation, that, that drive. Um, and it could be whatever you want to call it, right? And I think that that's a really powerful thing. So that is you tapping into your feelings. And that is you doing something that is probably difficult to explain. And in the moment, it does feel very difficult to explain. And uncertainty is difficult to understand. And the unknown is very scary for a lot of people. It's, it's probably been scary for all of us at some point. I know it's been scary for me sometimes, not knowing where I was going or what I was doing or what was waiting for me on the other side of something. I mean, I, I didn't know, but I kind of just had no choice. I just, I had to continue because I just, I don't know. I just didn't see another way out. I just figured I'm going to continue going. And, and I just forged my own path. And that was what it was. Uh, it was what it was in the end. And, and I think that, and, I, and what I really want to emphasize is that, it, you know, it won't be easy. And sometimes you will lose people. And I've said this many times. 
And I'm not trying to say this to sound fatalistic or to sound, you know, negative or bitter. Not at all. I think it's actually a beautiful thing that the world work that the world works the way it does in a way, and that we're able to shed layers the way we are, um, and the way that we're able to build our tapestries the way we are and, and keep the things in our tapestries that we want moving forward and and not keep the things that we don't want to keep yet all our experiences are still part of our tapestry i think that's a beautiful thing so there's no bitterness whatsoever in any of the things that i say um, or that i'm explaining especially right now as i'm talking about this do i sometimes get um like am i sometimes firm about certain bad behaviors and negative dynamics i mean yeah that's that's not bitterness though that's just me being firm as a human and as a mental health professional about some toxic behaviors <laughs> and some toxic dynamics but but these types of conversations are not bitterness at all um and they're not resentment at all either they're really uh lessons learned they're conversations from lessons learned because there will be people who resent you for being able to to do things your way. There will be people who struggle to understand how you find a way to make it work. That somehow you 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 work it out, uh, not because they're not able, right? Not because they're incapable or they're not as smart or not as special or right. Like that has nothing to do with it, right? But there are people who are going to resent you and find a million reasons for why you were able and they're not, right? A million excuses. Um, but you have to keep going because their life is their business and your life is your business and and we cannot be held back by the opinions of others. And one thing Elizabeth Gilbert said in her book, The Big Magic, that I really loved was let people be in love with their own opinions. And I, I love that because it's true. Let them. Let them be in love with their opinions. Let them think that you are a hack or let them think that you're not self-made or that you know you had it easy or that you didn't work as hard or that you're not as worthy as they are or that you know you're stupid or i don't know that you're uh, like whatever they're going to say uh, or that you know that you, that you're secretly miserable or that you know you nobody is possibly that happy or that perfect let them think that you go ahead and be happy and have your perfect life. And again, I mean perfect in the sense, have it be yours. Have it be the life that you chose. Because that's perfect, if we're going to use that word. That's perfect, right? Like, I consider my life to be perfect in, in that sense because it's the life I chose. So even the imperfections are part of that greater good for it. You know what I mean? In fact, I don't really like to use the word perfect anyway, but I know that it's used a lot. So that's kind of my take on that. But I think it's Perfect is so much more of like a destination word, I don't know, or, or something kind of unattainable. How about just like happy or content or, or harmonious or, or you know, um, creative or loving, you know, just living a life that is filled with all the words that resonate with you. Um, and if somebody wants to believe that it's not possible to be that happy or to be that in love or to be that... Uh, uh, content or to be that like let them believe that if they don't believe that those values or those words or that much of those feelings are possible then that's a that's a reflection on their pain and on a lack of contentment and happiness and harmony in their lives but it doesn't mean that you don't have your harmony or that you don't have your happiness or contentment or love right? And everyone is allowed to live whatever life they want, filled with whatever values and words they want. 
And some people choose to live life with words like bitterness and envy and jealousy and, and honestly meanness sometimes and resentment. But other people choose not to live like that. And you are allowed to live like that. And you do not have to play small to make them more comfortable. And, and that is a really important lesson. I'm not saying like rub your life in people's faces. I mean, that's not constructive either. And, and if you're truly living a happy life and if you're truly living your life, you don't have time or space uh, in your heart for stuff like that or in your mind for stuff like that, really. Um, and I know it can seem satisfying sometimes to, 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 what's the expression, to stick it to people who thought you weren't capable or to stick it to people who thought you would fail or who were mean to you in the past. I know that can seem satisfying, you know, um, and I know it can seem necessary, but it isn't. It really, really isn't necessary. It's not satisfying. It's not good. It doesn't actually help you in the long term. It isn't a good thing. Because then you're just living with more feelings that they've put on you. Remember that that holding resentment towards someone, harboring resentment towards someone or hate is like drinking poison and hoping that they die, right? Really what you're doing is hurting yourself and they're just cracking on living their lives, albeit probably not happily either, but that doesn't mean that you have to be unhappy, right? It doesn't mean that you have to be unhappy. And maybe they're not unhappy, but it's my, but it's my uh, observation and I think the observation of many over the years and over, over a lifetime um, that, that um, people who are in pain will cause pain. I think that's a, a truth universally acknowledged, right? So I'm not saying that for sure all those people are miserable on the surface uh, or even on a, on a, in a way in which they're aware, but certainly there has to be a lot of pain there to be able to cause that pain. And so my point is that you don't have to be that person and you don't have to live like that. And yes, sometimes people hurt us. And yes, there's work to be done with that. I'm not going to tell you to just let go because I think that the words let go when someone is going through something difficult are the most unhelpful words. So I'm not just going to say let go if you're going through something difficult or if you're thinking of someone difficult right now. I will tell you to go through those feelings. I will tell you to heal. I will tell you to do any grieving that you need to do. And if I can work with you to help you do that, I will. Um, and if any of my content can help you with that, I hope it does. But my biggest advice for you would be that when you are doing all of that healing um, and when you feel like you're kind of on the other side or that you've kind of gone through that or you're feeling more solid or more repaired or more resilient or whatever it is that resonates with you, my advice would be that whatever it is you do moving forward, that you do so without resentment in your heart and that you find whatever forgiveness is for you and obviously it's a choice and it's and it's personal, but you find whatever it is that you need to find to make sure that you're not living with the pain that other people have caused you. Because it's enough that we can be hurt by people in life and then we need to go through that pain and, and heal it, but we don't need to keep it after that. That's no longer our responsibility. It's no longer our responsibility to hold on to that pain. Okay, and so if they want to continue living like that, let them continue living like that. If they want to continue having hurtful opinions or or if they want to continue doing mean things or saying mean things, that is their life to live. That is not your life to live. And if you can, you don't even have to continue interacting with these people. You can completely remove these people from your life. That is your right. 
So that's a, a really important thing too, is to, um, is to remember that you don't have to put up with these things. And this also goes into a lot of the boundary work that we've talked about, but, and we're not going to get into to boundaries just yet in this episode, but, um, um, but it kind of goes into it and you can go listen to past episodes about boundaries and you'll see what I mean about this stuff is that you don't have to continue putting up with this. You don't deserve to live with that type of pain. Um, it's not yours. And so you sort out what you need to sort out inside yourself as we all do in life. Um, but we don't have to take on other people's pain. And so, um, that's what I find to be most helpful is to remember that I'm living my life and that I'm making the decisions that I'm making to live the life that I want. And I'm sharing this life with a wonderful partner and I'm happy like that. And I have friends that I love and support and who love and support me. I have family that loves and supports me and that I love and support. Um, but I also have friends that I no longer have, right? Like there are also people that are no longer my friends. There are also family members that I also, I'm not connected to still. And that I don't keep in touch with. And that I honestly don't even consider family, really. Um, on paper, they might be. But they're not who I think of when I say family. So that's okay. That's my right. And, and it's their right to do whatever they need to do. And there's no hard feeling. There are no hard feelings. I mean, not for me anyway. <laughs> and and, um, and that, that's all it is. Like It doesn't have to be more than that. Um, and sometimes it is more than that. Sometimes it is harder, um, or, or there are hard feelings and that's okay too. The important part is that you just don't live with the pain that other people have caused you, right? That you don't live with that resentment, that you find it in your heart to find peace, um, and to have, um, peace be the way that you live and contentment be part of your life and all of that, right? Rather than any negative feelings because we can choose that and again not to mistake with toxic positivity because I don't believe in that either um, I don't think it's helpful things like let it go or positive vibes only or like that is so unhelpful it, I mean it's just so unhealthy as well I don't condone that type of talk <laughs> there will be none of that here um no but really I don't like that um and that's not what I'm referring to here but I am saying that you can choose to not maintain or to not entertain certain relationships and you can choose to not stay in touch with certain people. You know, you choose what you surround yourself with. Like you choose the people that you want to have in your life and how you want to build your life. And that is your right. That is your power. And you're allowed to do that. That's my point. Um, and you're allowed to choose what you have in your heart and what you don't want to have in your heart and in your mind. And when you're doing the healing process, and that's the, the really big thing here, is that you, I am not encouraging you to just let go of all of that and just think of the positive things. In fact, I don't encourage that. I do encourage you to go through your feelings and to sort through things and to heal. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> you do need to go through that process. And we go through that process all the time as we live, right? There's no like, oh, I'm finished now. Okay, I'm good. Like, no, we go through life and we're going to go through all types of things every day as we go through life and that's okay. Um, and then through that, we make the decisions that we make and that's the important part. So that's what I wanted to say uh, because this episode, especially to start this whole, maybe it's going to be a mini series, I don't know. But what I wanted to really stress in, the, in this episode and in the coming episodes is that idea of building resilience and understanding who you really are, understanding what your values are and how to forge your own path, how to express yourself, how to express yourself 
creatively and in other ways um, so that you can truly live a life that is aligned, right? That, that is aligned with you and your values that you feel good in, right? And, um, and in order to do that, you need to be clear about who you are. You need to be clear about your values. You need to know what's what, you know, in your life and, and who's who. And that's important. And it's not always going to be pretty. And it's not always going to be clean and cut and dry and organized because that's not how the healing process is. And, and we're going to unpack this more in episodes to come. And we're going to talk about the nitty gritty in a way. Uh, in some ways, and we're going to get real about these things because that's what I want this to be about. I want this kind of new, uh, this, I wouldn't call it a rebirth of the podcast, (laughs) Um, but I want this new chapter or this new uh, time to be about getting real about these topics and talking about the things that we don't always have the time to talk about or that we just don't take the time to talk about. And of course, it's still a limited platform in which to do so, but I thought I'd give it a a try through these episodes. So that's what I really want to unpack in weeks to come. And of course, I'll be taking all of your feedback and your questions and working them into the episodes as much as I can. So so yeah, and I look forward to talking more about this um, because I'm very, very passionate, if you haven't realized already, um, about helping people find their voice and their truth and their power because I, I, I feel for people who, don't, who, who feel invalidated and who don't feel seen and heard in their lives. And ultimately what we all want is to feel seen and heard and it's what we all deserve. And, um, and I just want to help you through that. Um, I can't do it for you, but I want to help you through that because I know how that feels. I think we all know, or at least a lot of us know how that feels. And, 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 and I also want to be clear that when I'm talking about things, especially when I talk about, when I mention personal things, I am not at all trying to make it out to be something that was easy or something that, you know, just kind of happened nicely. And that I just wrapped it in a nice, bow you know it's not like that um and it and it was messy for some time it's just that i am kind of on the other side of it so to speak like i am on the other side of it um and and so now like yes you keep living with your reality and with your experiences and your tapestry and so all your experiences are part of that but it doesn't have to be like they don't have to be at the forefront right like they're part of your tapestry you don't just forget your life but you can move forward and live your life and not have these other things be in the front, right? And that's the, that's the point. Um, and then when things do happen to you in life, you're not as reactive and you're not as, as um, in pain. Like you don't go into things so hypervigilant and so uh, raw um, and, and, and uh, in pain because of the things left unhealed, right? You, because what you don't heal will reveal itself to you, okay? And so if you heal it though, then things will happen in life, but your healing process will be revealed to you, right? You'll be like, oh, see, in the past, I would have handled handled this that way. But, you know, now I feel equipped to handle it this way because I've built resilience. I have resources at my disposal. And that's the goal, right? Like, that's the process. It's not so much a destination as much as a process and, and a lifelong journey. And so I'd like to share mine with you and if you'd like you can share yours with me and we can do it together so that's what i want this all to be about 
All right, so I feel like this was a longer episode, but I'm so happy to be back with these longer episodes because it feels good and I know you guys have wanted these, so here they are and I would love to hear what you think. Um, you can still reach out to me, you can either email me or you can reach out to me via my website, uh, that still is possible, so feel free to do so. The links are in my show notes as always and if you do love the show and you want to support the show, then you can leave a five-star rating or review. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, uh, or if you can open up Apple Podcasts on your phone, you can scroll down to where you see the reviews, and then it says, write a review. And you can leave a five-star rating, leave a review. And what this does is that it boosts the show and helps bring it to, to more people who would otherwise not have access to the content. And of course, it supports the show, which supports me. So thank you so much. Um, and I'm very grateful. If you'd like, you can always take a screenshot of your review so I can thank you personally because sometimes there are names I can't recognize and even if I can I don't know where to find you I don't know how to contact you so if you'd like you can always send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally all right so thank you very much for joining me today I will be back next week for some more content uh, until then have a wonderful week take care be good be safe bye bye <laughs>